Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press podcast on the Weird Network, where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. And one thing that I want to say before you continue on with that is I'm glad you threw in the Weird Network. Nice. Yeah, I figured, you know, we might as well uh, go ahead and throw it in there. Uh, We'll probably have more information about that later. Because it's still kind of in the uh, the early stages, but uh, but yeah, it's Monster Monday. When Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week, this Monday's monster, Doctor Nightmare. Those were the sounds of Dr. Nightmare at work, and for those who aren't familiar with Dr. Nightmare, he's a former mad scientist turned absolute monster from Transylvania, which you can read about in our travel guide, Transylvania Traveler, available at jackolanternpress.com. And Dr. Nightmare is a character who inhabits a volcano on the Monster Islands, and who manifests monsters from his and others' own imaginations. And we're talking about all kinds of monsters. So if you've read our book, then you know that the monster islands contain pretty much every creature you can think of. And in a recent episode that we did on King Kong, who also lives on the monster islands, Tom included a bunch of of monsters on that island. So you have King Kong, of course. You have dragons, skull crawlers, dinosaurs, Godzilla, the Kraken, bloodthirsty mermaids, pirates, bugs. You got regular ones in huge swarms and also giant ones. You have skeletons, gorgons, titans, sharks, animatronic hippos, mayhem monkeys, lightning monsters, the voodoo dead, cannibals, trolls, golems, wizards, warlocks, morlocks. Really anything you can think of is there. And Dr. Nightmare and whoever he can think of is there. So with Dr. Nightmare on the Monster Islands, he uh, he keeps the population up and he keeps it diverse. So uh, I don't know. What about you, Tom? You ready for uh, some history? Or do you have a couple little like intro points about Dr. Nightmare before we get into the history? Well, I think I think Dr. Nightmare is one of my favorite characters that we created in our book and the reason for it and I think it it the reason for it is just because I think that that he um the way he started out which we'll get into later but he's just there's so much neatness to him um and and we didn't even go into into like depth in the book about him and in a way I kind of wish that we would have done a little bit more but obviously with with how we have the book and how we had to, you know, kind of get through everything. Uh, he, he is becoming a, a really neat monster. Yeah. Um, he's definitely one that I think deserves like a spin-off book. You know, even if yeah. it's not like a huge book, it would be cool to do something just on him alone. 
Well, because he has such an intricate story, and I think that people... I mean, can you imagine making this into a, a huge movie? Like, well, let's just get into the history, and then we'll get into the powers and abilities, and then we can have a further discussion about it, so then people will at least know what we're talking about when we're we're getting into more of the detail. All right, that sounds good, so, so let's dig in. All right, so if everyone can please go to their textbooks, that's our book, Transylvania Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> and turn to page 211. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when Tinkerbell rings her little bells like this. Let's begin now. So here goes. Nightmarish works from your mind and everyone else's minds are now on display in the whole of nightmares at the peak of Monster Mountain, the mightiest volcano of them all. Dr. Nightmare, who began many years ago as the dull and studious Dr. Knight, figured out how to rip people's nightmares from their thoughts and bring them into being. Upon the overpopulation of the monster world in the early days of monsterhood, as a result of Dr. Knight's creations causing a housing crisis for nearly every district in the land, Transylvania officials banished Knight and his nightmares to the giant hole in the mountain and have kept him in, him and his monsters trapped in there ever since. Now, according to former Transylvania president Phantom of the Opera, who was a city council monster at the time of Knight's banishment, the doctor is, to this night, still constantly accessing nightmares from your sleep and mine and bringing them to life in that hole with no room to spare. Some say that some of those nightmares actually slip out and are roaming the islands waiting for you to visit. So uh, that's for you to find out. And uh, like I said earlier, you know, if you get our book at jackolanternpress.com, you can learn a little bit more about him, and uh, you'll be able to kind of navigate through the monster islands to find some of those nightmares. But yeah, that's kind of the brief history I had on Dr. Nightmare. Um yeah, so that's what I had for for his history. It's kind of it's it's a brief history, yeah. Well, and so just to just to kind of go a little bit more on that before I get into the powers and abilities. So Dr. Knight was actually a normal person. He's a human. Uh and and he was he's basically just a person that had studied the brain uh and then got interested in in studying dreams. And then when he put the two together, uh, he had all these grand ideas, and and he he basically started getting uh, getting into some ethics and privacy sort of issues, um, and then of course you know it's kind of like uh, fantastic, yeah, and and it's kind of like the Invisible <laughs> the Man world. where the Invisible Man of you know at one point wanted to make himself in, invisible and then he kind of you know got that monocane and then went nuts and then he turned in kind of like a mad scientist so dr knight was somewhat the same way he was normal and everything else and he then went he kind of with the he power went mad yeah he he started you know infiltrating people's minds and then when he started taking those those thoughts and those nightmares that people were having and and actually adapting them into um into these monsters 
Well, of course, in the monster world, they were loving it until it got out of hand. And what basically happened was he was creating so many monsters from all of these people's minds and their imagination. So it took over, it took control yeah. of him even. Yeah, and he went nuts. And so it 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 literally took took over the monster lands, the normal lands of Transylvania. And that's when they came out with, uh, you know, they had a council meeting. Uh, all the main monsters, uh, you know, started talking about what they needed to do because they didn't want to they didn't want to get rid of him. They just said, you know, keep creating monsters. We just need to have a little bit of control here. So they they took Dr. Knight, renamed him Dr. Nightmare because that's what he turned into and put him on the monster islands, which is away from the mainland of Transylvania. And uh, and his lair is inside of a volcano that's ginormous on the monster islands. And uh, and all his creations, some I think actually get out of the volcano, but for the most part, I think a lot of them, um, I think there are, a lot of them are are inside the volcano. And so what's neat is that anything that people create in their minds, if you get close to Doctor Nightmare, he'll create those those nightmares into reality on Transylvania, uh, on the yeah, monster like island. the same right? way people can kind of latch onto your wireless internet. You know, he's yeah. able to do that. He just latches onto your imaginations. He knows the passcode. He just gets in there, steals them and be, and makes them reality. Yeah. And so that goes into his strengths and abilities Obviously, we've already talked about some of them. You know, he creates monsters from people's imaginations and their nightmares. Uh, he obviously has a huge intelligence. He's very cunning. He turned himself into an evil genius because he was a genius previously, you know, in the in the ways of, of mind and, and brain and, and that sort of stuff. But one one of his other major strengths is for whatever reason, everything that he creates is his protector. So trying to get to Dr. Nightmare, number one, it's a real pain because uh, you have to get into the volcano and most of the time he never even really leaves the volcano. And second, if you even get into the volcano... Everything that you can conjure up in your brain or anybody else that can make up is protecting him. So getting directly to him, or even if you do get to him, there's going to be something that's standing there waiting to protect him. So that's a huge, huge strength that he has of becoming a pretty significant monster. Um, his weaknesses of course, is he's a human. So if you do get to him, you basically, you could shoot him, stab him, chop his head off, whatever you want to do, and, and he's pretty much dead. I mean, he de his weaknesses are, are anything, any kind of, of mortal can, can die from, any human can die from. So he, his weaknesses are significant. It's just whether or not you could actually get to him is the, is the real significance. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, so that's kind of what I had as far as what he does, how he does it. I think the, the cool part was, is when we were creating this, I remember 
uh, we I wanted to come up with some neat monster. I wanted to come up with something that was was like an evil genius because I think at the time when we were creating our book, we were working on the Mad Science District or we were working on doing a story for the Mad Science uh, District uh, because our book basically was created from from a combination of stories that that Mike and I were writing mainly Mike uh you know I usually came up with some ideas and then and then Mike would kind of run with them a little bit more and fix them up he's better at writing than I am um but you know we would come up with ideas and and I remember that week we were focusing on the mad science district and and I wanted to come up with something that was you know a scientist guy that did these lab experiments and and Dr. Knight was was the the guy that we came up with which then you know went into Dr. Nightmare so I don't know if you remember those conversations but I'll put it in a little bit more context when we were having the conversation is I was outside work and I was pacing back and forth outside of my (laughs) office and you and I were talking and I remember we were sitting there and and I I we just got on the topic of dude, we should create, you know, this lab guy. And I remember we were having the conversation and and you were saying, yeah, dude, you know, we, we can make it to where, you know, he, he, he creates monsters. And then that's when I think I came up with the idea of like anybody's nightmare, you know, is, is what, is what this thing's creating. And then you were like, oh yeah. And then we could put him inside the volcano. And then we both just kept going back and forth, back and forth. And that was how we, we kind of got away with creating one land, you know, on Transylvania where we could put whatever we want because I'm, I'm really into like the fantasy creatures, the gaming creatures that may not, you know, be horror related, but I wanted to bring that whole realm of monsters and creatures because we do not just Halloween stuff. We do monsters and the fantasy world has a ton of monsters yeah, and, that was uh, the cool thing about the Monster Islands. It was the idea of like, you know, we're going to write this book, but, you know, there are going to be monsters that we don't write about but exist. And so the Monster Islands was basically a district in Transylvania that could have any monster you can think of. And that was kind of the idea when we were talking about Dr. Nightmare and saying, okay, he's not going to be in the Mad Science District. He's going to be on this island creating these monsters so even in the future if someone were to come up with some monster it could it can originate from you know if you're going back to this monster universe it could be on the monster islands because everything can be there so whatever anyone thinks of or invents it uh, is is basically comes to life through dr nightmare so that was kind of the idea that it could just be this never-ending flow of monsters that are all on the monster islands. So right. yeah, that was and the it, cool it, thing about him. To make it even more complicated, which is fun, is that everything that Doctor Nightmare creates from your imagination uh, becomes a story, which then goes to Mister Jack Lantern, who's the storyteller. So any story he creates is basically becomes reality in the whole land of Transylvania. But that could be a different a different monster Monday that we could go off and talk about Mr. Jack Lantern. Yeah, I can't uh, remember. I feel like we did a little discussion about Jack 
O'Lantern in one of the podcasts. I don't remember which one. It certainly wasn't a Monster Monday, but deserving of one, which we'll probably do closer to Halloween. But yeah. do you remember which? I don't remember we, why we... or how we were talking about it, but now that you say mm-hmm. that, I think I do remember actually bringing him up in a podcast, um, but I don't know why we brought him up. But yeah, maybe it was like to favorite say, monsters or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, it was. It was. It was. It was a. It was a favorite monster. And and why was it our favorite monster? Or it was the most powerful monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we brought we brought that up because I think we were talking about Dracula, and we were saying that Dracula can't die, and he's like you know one of the one of the top monsters that you know, can't die, who's better than whom, who's the strongest, you know, whether it be Dracula or the Wolfman. And then I came up and said, well, Mr. Jack O'Lantern is, is the, uh, is the, is the top dog because he can't be beaten because he's the one who's telling the stories. And, uh, if you take away his stories, then he dies, but that might so be the all story. The monsters and story. <laughs> yeah. The stories about yeah. those monsters. Yeah. But that might be the story. So he can't really die because maybe that's the story he's telling. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, back to, to, to Dr. Nightmare, that's, that's how it, he came about. And really, honestly, I, I want to do what, what you were kind of saying and, and expand on him as much as we possibly can to make, to make him into something bigger because He's a neat monster. And and like I was saying at the beginning of the show, I think honestly, if somebody took took something like this and made it into a movie, it would rock. Because you could put whatever monster you want in there and make it all scientific y at the beginning to show, you know, his gradual uh way of being normal and then going into this evil nightmare uh and taking over things and then how you know, Transylvania had to figure out a way of somewhat controlling him to the yeah, best and of their plus, abilities. Like, it's a monster mash. And and I always loved movies like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein or the Goosebumps movies where you have all these monsters together and it's you know, it's sometimes that's a tough thing to do. You know, you have something like Monster Squad where you know, Dracula's the leader and it's and he's trying to get them all together to take over the world. And sometimes like the ideas are so far fetched, it kind of hurts the movie because it's like, uh, you know, why are all these monsters together? But to me as a monster lover, I love when all the monsters are together. Like in groovy, look at mad monster party, mad monster party. Uh, You know, I want to see something where they're all together, but you, you want to kind of believe it too. And it not be so corny. I want it to be fun, but you also don't want it to be so ridiculous to where you just can't buy into it. And so I think something like this could be really cool. And it's very much like Goosebumps, which I love both movies. I know a lot of people pan the second one. And certainly not as good as the first one as far as like characters and and acting and and story but i thought it was still good though i loved it because you had more monsters it was halloween uh, there was a lot of cool stuff in there they brought in like the tesla stuff uh, i love oh, yeah. it yeah plus it, they plus they had it to where it kind of had that that feeling of you know back in the day when you would go out and trick or treat out in the street and they had sort of you know that that look where you had the neighbors setting up all the stuff 
yeah, uh, the you lighting know, and all. It, it, yeah, they have the Halloween witches. Like it, it really was great. And I think that this could kind of be something like that. Just a chaos of monsters that could, you know, kind of culminate in in a climax at the end, which would be, you know, kind of similar to Goosebumps. And I would totally enjoy seeing. So who knows? One day. Yeah. <laughs> You never know. But yeah, as far as movies go, uh, yes, there are no movies, as we're talking about it. There are no movies with Dr. Nightmare himself, but there are plenty of monster movies out there to check out displaying his work. As as we said, whatever people think of, those monsters come to life. So, uh, so yeah. But you can read more about Dr. Nightmare and the Monster Island where he resides in our book, Transylvania Traveler, which we've probably mentioned a hundred times. And you can find at jackolanternpress.com. If you're in Transylvania and you're looking for Dr. Nightmare, as discussed previously, you can go to the Hole of Nightmares at the peak of Monster Mountain in the Monster Islands. Uh, Those curious can take the Scarial Tramway, which is the longest and most dangerous aerial tramway in the world, to the top of Monster Mountain. You can walk up to the rim of the Hole of Nightmares and look down through the monster-proof glass at all the horrors inside. Uh, While you're up there, you might even see Dr. Nightmare. Um, Be sure to bring your own nightmares. Um, because, uh, who knows, maybe Dr. Nightmare will get a hold of your thoughts and, uh, he'll bring them to life. For ticket information on the tramway rides up to the Hole of Nightmares, check out the travel story on the subject in our book. Uh, that is on page 211. So if you have the book, just, uh, thumb over to 211 and, uh, and you can read about it. Uh, anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? No, that'll do it. All right, cool. Well, that's going to do it for another Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, go to jackolanternpress.com. You can also call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show at 323-761-0276. Also, let us know what monsters you dig and would like us to talk about. Uh, we'll take uh, your, your suggestions seriously. Any cool ones that you're thinking of, go ahead and uh, give us a call. Let us know, and uh, we'd be happy to explore them. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and a review. It's a huge help for the podcast, and we'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you for joining us, and we'll meet up again soon in the Pumpkin Patch. The nation's top comics, Abbott and Costello, petrified, but hilariously. (laughs) Plus the dangerous and terrifying Wolfman, played by Lon Chaney. Plus that fiend out of a nightmare, the vampire Batman, Count Dracula, played by Bela Lugosi. Plus the most dreaded creature of them all, the Frankenstein monster, played by Glenn Strange. Plus a couple of luscious but designing females in the spookiest laugh fest on record.